They couldn't fake that one. They had to do the, the crashing. All right, Dave, we we lost a national treasure this past week. He made it to 50. He made it to 50, and uh, I don't think it's been his first uh, brush at the gates, if you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Um, but uh, DMX, we lost DMX this week. We, yeah, we didn't misplace him. He's, he's No, gone. he's gone. He's gone. We, we know where he is, yeah. and it, it ain't alive. It ain't in the studio um, anymore. So uh, yeah, it's it's a sad day. I, I don't know about you, but uh, for me as a '90s kid, yeah, it was like the psych up music that you know in your in in your uh, disc man in the headphones before like a like a you know parkboard basketball game. Yeah, this was what you listened to. You listen to DMX. So we're gonna be. I don't know if it's okay with you. I did not clear it ahead of time. We're going all DMX tonight. We're gonna, li- hit, we're gonna hit the favorites. I like it. We're gonna need several musical interludes. I like it. He um, and he did a lot of collaborations with different rappers mm-hmm. too. I mean, I had a playlist of just DMX. Yes. Yeah. I mean, thanks to Napster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And uh, LimeWire. Yeah. Oh, I miss oh, LimeWire. LimeWire. Bear Share. Bear Share. Yes. And then there was um, Kaza. Did you know about Kaza? Yeah, yeah, Kaza. I called it Kaza. And then there was LimeWire, and then there was like Ice something, or Fro- there were Frostwire. That was mm, another one, too. Frostwire, I don't they remember had, that one. They had branched off to a bunch of them. And I remember there were always the kids who knew how to use those better than I did. Yeah. Like when it was first kind of happening, they had the computer technology, they had the, com- the internet speed. And so I remember I had friends who was like, if you gave them a list of, you know, 12 songs yeah. and a blank disc, they would burn those songs onto the disc for you. God, that brings back memories. Yeah. LimeWire just clicking off all the songs and just watching them slowly so downloading. Slow. <laughs> and you'd have to let it run overnight. 15%. Because it was, I mean, am I remembered correctly? It, it, we used our phone line. It was like, yeah. it was dial-up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you'd have to run it overnight, and oh, it was man. yeah, it was a horrible wait. And then you'd get that I'd get that disc from my friend who you know would charge you five bucks and burn your twelve songs on yeah. there. And then I was so excited to decorate the disc, and I'd get my sharpies out. Oh yeah, 
and I would, you know, write the names and do like some graffiti on there. It was fun. You know, it was like else, an activity. It was a craft, really. You know who else liked to do that with uh, with CDs? Who prom date? Oh well, I mean, we're the, we're the same generation, so that makes sense. And you it's know? her birthday today. Oh, prom date! Yeah, happy birthday! Yeah. You don't look a day over twenty five. Well, she's twenty six. <laughs> so I undershot it. Yeah. A bit. She's 37. Well, that's great. We'll tell her I say happy birthday and give her a big hug for I me. Can, I can do that. Just a hug, though. Right. We're just friends. This got weird. Hey, Dave. Ralph. This trip's right with Ralph and Dave. That's right. I'm Dave. Hey, I'm Ralph. That's right, Ralph. We have a lot to go over, even if it's the off season. It we is. We are going to invade your ear holes. And you know what? Lots. We've been going for four minutes, and we haven't talked about fantasy football yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got some fun quotes. So let's start with this. We're going to get – you're going to give a mystery phrase mm-hmm. very shortly. Mm-hmm. We'll see if mm-hmm. I say it. We're going to play keep trade cut later. Yeah. I got that ready to go. I took over an orphan and have turned that thing around absolutely completely. Like a I son can't of a gun. wait to tell you about it's, it. It's a fun it. one. It's yeah. a fun one. No, we're not starting with it. This is the teaser portion of the podcast. No, I know. Okay. I got you. Um – I got news from the worst league ever. Oh, I love the worst league we ever. We got a new owner. I, I got a philosophical question on the same topic. Man. Um, I buried the hatchet with the worst trader ever. Congratulations. We had a nice little convo today. Until next time. Well, right. But we, we came to a nice little agreement. I think it was delightful. Okay. Um, and then we also have the, you know, we're getting close to the final results of the $200 uh, Oh, yeah. League. The biggin. Um, the big boy. Um but uh, maybe we, so I can share some, some of my more recent picks there, but uh, maybe we should start with this. Um, I shared a couple of funny quotes with you. You did. From the chat in that league. I loved it. Uh, I purposefully was not sharing our podcast with the people in that league, like in that chat. And I don't remember if there's any overlap. I didn't recognize any of the names, but I could have yeah. just, I'm in a lot of leagues. Um, but I perf- purposefully wasn't sharing the podcast because I give away my enti- all my strategy, how I think about everything. They would know that I'm not going to take a right. running back until round 30 if they listen to the podcast, you know. Uh, well, turns out the cat was out of the bag and I wasn't aware because this little message came up out of nowhere, by the way. Uh, wait, where did oh, I put it? There to, it is. Do you want me to, do you want to go away and... Oh, should we start with that? Rephrase. Okay, so pause. There's in your teaser. You end up in case it. I end up saying it. Yeah, well, you've we already seen the quote, so you wouldn't pick something in the quote. That would be kind of cheating. <laughs> Silly goose. What if I already had it in my brain? Okay, that's fair. All right, I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna bring my beverage. Do it because I am borderline healthy. I'm almost out of this, out of the woods of this cold. That's not COVID. I'm so glad to hear that. I know. So you know. <laughs> My droplets are safe this week. Wow. That means my droplets are safe this week. You're immune. It's true. I'm immune. All right, I'll be back. I'm going I'm to count to 30. That works. Okay. There's no walls. Wait till I'm in the bathroom. No walls. I'll wait till you in the bathroom. He's almost there. He's humming to himself, and the door is closed. So our mystery phrase, it's going to be a cheers. Um, Ralph is going to get so excited about something uh, that he's going to want to cheers with me. It might even be him coming back from the bathroom. You don't know. But uh, if he wants to do a cheers, uh, that'll be the mystery phrase slash action. Get excited. 
And we'll also have some uh, news and notes from the NFL. I could even go into that now because he's not going to listen to me anyways when I start talking. Um, Pittsburgh had not signed James Conner, so he's a free agent. And uh, he ended up signing with the Cardinals. So he will be joining Chase Edmonds in the Arizona backfield after Kenyon Drink had bizarrely shipped off to the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. Did you hear about James Conner? I did. Yeah, he's a Cardinal now. I... Is that all you've talked about since I've been gone? Yeah. Since I've been gone. Uh, Yeah, that's what I was going for. Um, So... Yeah, let me let me throw out a philosophical question for you that has to do with that. Just to start us off, just off the top of my head, sure. off, off my sure. little noggin here. Sure. Sure. All right, so in in that league with all the flex spots, no required tight end, but hot, high tight end premium, where I won the league two years ago, yeah, runner up this year. Yeah, um, I have James Conner. He's oh. one of my only functional running backs sure. because my theory in that league was you don't need functional running backs. Mm-hmm. Turns out I was right. Uh, so today, so I've been looking to sell him. I've been trying to sell he and Snell as a, as a package deal for for months, right? Nobody's, nobody's buying that pun intended. Um, so once I saw that news, I posted in the chat, Hey, anybody interested in, in the Cardinals new favorite running back? Question mark. Or what about Snell? Let him loose. You know, those kind of things. Now, obviously, I'm partially kidding right. because I know those guys don't have a lot of value. On the other hand, I would like to trade them. So throw me an offer because if you have any interest at all, I'll probably take your offer. True. I'm not looking for like a first for Connor. I'm not an idiot, you know. Right. So then these guys started to chime in. The peanut gallery started to chime in about how Pittsburgh, now that they've traded Connor, they're for sure taking a running back. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals chase Edmonds way more valuable, and it's Kyler Murray's the runner in the in the red in mm-hmm. the red zone, blah blah blah. And I'm looking at it going, you're blowing up my trade spot. Like you're not interested. Why do you have to start chiming in yeah. about how unvaluable you think these players are? Just shut your pie hole and let me trade them. Maybe somebody's interested. And again, it goes back to people wanting to be experts on stuff. It's just such bad form. I'm so sick of bad fantasy football etiquette. I know. You know? I know you are. And I'm not not a saint. Sometimes somebody puts somebody up on the block and I go, ooh, gross. Right. But I don't go into a lengthy expose on why the players should not be traded for. tirade. Which I think is a different scenario, uh-huh. you know, because, you know, in that case, I'm the one doing it. In this yeah. case, someone else is doing it. Just kidding. So I, I definitely think that opened the door for Pittsburgh to get a running back in the draft. Yeah, it seems like they're... Because they've sure. got Snell and McFarland. I don't know if they've added anybody. Yeah, they won't roll with those two yeah. guys. So, so the question really is, are they going to go with a high running back? Mm-hmm. Like, do they get a Najee Harris, who has been linked to them quite a bit? Yeah. Or do they go a little bit later do they get somebody who's a little more of a kind of role player and have like a committee but tomlin seems like he's always kind of liked having one guy Mm. i don't know what do you think they're gonna do i think they'll get somebody high i think it's gonna be a big name i do i think they'll go harris just feels like the guy doesn't it'll be it'd be awesome feels like the guy be great 
Um, and then the Browns signed Dejavian Clowney. Yeah, I saw that. So they're going to pair him up with Miles Garrett. A nice one-two punch on that D-line. That'll be fun to watch. When he was taken number one overall, do you remember who went number two? No. It was Reggie Bush, I believe. I'm 99% sure. Really? And the... Gosh, is that right? The reason I ask is because it's just funny how you mature in your thought process. Because I remember thinking at the time, I can't believe somebody would take a defensive end over Reggie Bush. He's so electric! In college. And then here we are. I think that's who it was. I could be completely remembering that wrong. Wait, was that Clowney? Maybe that was a different guy. No, that was Mario... Mario Will Mario Williams, oh, yeah. not Jadavian Clowney. To the Texans. Yeah. So why don't you just just forget I said anything? It said what? I have no idea. <laughs> um, and so with the Browns, this means they have three of the last seven number one picks. Three of the last seven number. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Clowney, Garrett, and Baker. It's crazy. That is crazy. It's funny how that works. And they actually selected two of them in a row. Yes. That's the funnier thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Well, they weren't a very good team. No, then. they were not. They were and not. then one more news of note that I have. Okay. My guy announced his retirement, Julian Edelman. Mm. Wouldn't be sad to see him go. But is this going to be like a Gronk retirement where he retires and then he joins Tampa in or Tom in, in Tampa? Or is his knee really that bad that he's got to retire? I don't know the details. I don't either. It feels... Gronk always felt like kind of a sideshow where he was going to be yeah. coming back. Julian Edelman seems like maybe once he packs it up, he's going to go drive a tractor somewhere or something. So he, I was watching some highlights of some thro- of his throws. Yeah. You know, the pitchbacks, and then he throws the touchdowns, and it's pretty fun. He's a, He was a fun player. I kind of... I think we all take for granted how good he really was. Yeah. yeah. Former QB at Kent State. Mm-hmm. Um, so 12 years he was in the league, three Super Bowl rings, one MVP mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Um, he was a seventh-round pick. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, the 232nd overall pick. It's crazy. He started as a receiver, punt returner, and an occasional defensive back. Yeah, I saw he had a sack on somebody. I can't remember yeah. who the highlight was, but it was quite a hit. In his first four years, he only had 69 receptions and four touchdowns. He was plagued with injuries, but then he came on after that as kind of the main guy. Well, that was also back when receivers took a lot longer to yeah. kind of develop. Because Wes Welker was Welker kind of the was same there. way. Where he, was, yeah. where he was, you know, punt returner uh-huh. and everything, and then eventually yeah. became the guy. So. so he finished with 620 receptions and 6,800 receiving yards. He does rank second in postseason yards and receptions with 118 receptions and over 1,400 yards. I mean, obviously, give him a lot of credit for that. On the other hand, he just had more postseason opportunities than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at the times the Patriots were in the postseason and far deep into the postseason... Yeah. So much more than and how he was used in those games mm-hmm. too. Just safety, all just over a the binky. Place. He was just, Brady's binky. Just, he was a PPR monster. Yeah, he was. And then Jerry Rice obviously is first. That makes sense. 151 receptions, over 2,200 yards. Wow. And he's tops in touchdowns. That's cray. The best. 
He's simply the best. The best. Better than, Better than all the rest. Um, all right. Quotes uh, Quotes from literally the last two days uh, about our podcast. <laughs> yeah. By the way, thanks for the listens. We appreciate it. Quote. Does anyone else have a podcast with terrible takes, or is that just at R3Dog21? End quote. <laughs> Honestly, he, uh, he didn't mention me. <laughs> so I'm safe. Well, he doesn't know you, but he knows you're there now. Not yet. All right, how about, how about this one? This is, this is a new listener, so we do appreciate that. I'm two plus minutes in and no fantasy talk yet. WTF at R3Dog21. Only talk about being sick and COVID, LOL. <laughs> Bro, I was sick and it was on my mind. It was spring break. Yeah, and we I, never start with fantasy football. No, right we away. always banter about yeah, life. Like DMX, loss of a national treasure. And if you have a problem with that, you can listen to some other podcast. Or start your own damn podcast. Yeah. And then we can critique yours because we've got years of experience under our belts. Can't you tell? Speaking of which, quote, my pod has three guys, dot, dot, dot. Three is greater than two, end quote. simple math. That's my favorite one. So I said, ooh, we don't have a feud yet. And it was another guy who said, well, once all these guys hear all the smack you talk about their picks, you're going to have some feuds. Yeah. You know what my response was? Which, by the way, got the little smart emoji. Pick better. My my response was, if I think somebody's good, I'll say they're good. Yeah. And if I think somebody sucks, I'm going to say they suck. But I do try to leave names out of it. Sure. You know what? You calls them as you sees them. And I'm sorry, we went through the beginning of that draft last week, and there were some very questionable picks. As the uh, kids very say these days, they were really sketched. They, they were, were no, sketched. They were sus. That's were the new su- thing. Oh, sus. That's I from Fortnite, that. isn't it? I don't know. It's from Fortnite. I had sus. Kid, I had a kid tell me that. And stupid. I, I don't even understand what Fortnite is. And I think we would do our listeners a disservice if we don't talk about current events in pop culture before we get to the fantasy football. At least I don't talk politics. You really want to get me going. Yeah, I won't ever. No, no don't. I don't do politics. It's all Sorry. I talk about outside of the pod. Let's not record yeah. it. All right. But again, you know, that's a... That's again, a f- thank you for the listens. That's a fun game, though. You know, you could... Uh, our listeners could... Uh, just, just based on what I do say on here, you could try to guess my political opinions <laughs> on, various, on various topics. Yeah. That might be kind of fun. Nope. That's horrible. Nope. All right. Because um, then you would try and then it would just get messy. Uh, yes, it would It would get messy. Oh, and then one more thing about the draft. Um, how many Kings of Leon songs do you know? Uh, <laughs> Kings of Leon? Yeah. Well, I was going to start singing... Dun, 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 but that's Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. And that's what I thought was Kings of Leon. So I guess oh. my answer is zero. You know that I could use somebody. That's Kings of Leon. Someone like you. Oh. Okay. They will be kicking off the draft festivities with a concert. Is the draft going to be in person? I hope so. I hope so too. We're going to be in person. We are going to be You're going to be right here, aren't you? You're darn tootin'. Boom. Hells yeah. Yeah. Uh, in in my basement, which is still gonna look like this. Let's be honest. Yeah, but we only won't. We won't be in this room. Wait, a month? It's two weeks away. What's today? <sighs> the fourteenth. Twenty ninth, fourteenth. 
Dude, we're two weeks and one day away. Two weeks. Two weeks from tomorrow I'm is the draft. I'm getting goosebumps. Holy crap! I'm, and then we're gonna have rookie drafts. This is so exciting. I'm gonna be out of town. <laughs> You're gonna be out of town for the draft? I'm kidding. <laughs> that was so. That was really mean. It's poker face, that baby. Was, that was really that was po- good. Po- po- poker That's face. Right. All right. That was, yeah. That was really mean. All right. What do you want to do? What do you want to talk about first? I feel like worst league ever maybe would be. I say we talk about more COVID stuff for our listeners. Oh yeah, our new listeners. Maybe we just get into life. Yeah. You know. Um, I had a surprise, <laughs> little surprise shindig for Molly. Yeah. This weekend. Okay. She had no idea it was great. Really. Surprise her with like eight people at her favorite restaurant. Wow. Yeah. Nice job. It was pretty good, and actually, one of the couples we were gonna go with this place called Margie's. It's a great place in Andover. And they had to cancel last minute a couple weeks ago. Okay. So as we were pulling in, I had them invited. They were on their way. She texts them and says, we need to figure out a time to go to Margie's together. Hit send. And they come parking right next to us. (laughs) That's great. So she's pointing at them like, what's happening? And they get out and it it was awesome. Prom dates. Prom dates got a great excited reaction. Oh, you should. When, yeah, when we, that's fun. So there's a, a round table that she's always wanted to sit at in Margie's because we always get booze. We don't have that big of a party, and she sees the lady click on the round table reservation for Dave, and she's like, "Well, how are four of us gonna sit on that round table?" We round the corner, and there's a full table. And this place, I mean, she's a regular. A little slow this night is the birthday girl, yes? <laughs> yeah. She's a she's a regular. So they had flowers for her. They had balloons. They had Hershey kisses all over the table. So can we pump the brakes for a second? Yeah. What is Margie's? It's a restaurant oh. in Andover. Okay. It's a, it's a really great restaurant. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. They actually, they have food from all over the state. Uh, they have all their drinks are from local breweries and distilleries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. And then there was another table that uh, was having a birthday party too. And uh, our waitress said they just got sung to. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got the real treatment. Yeah. And then there's uh, a side dish she loves called a burrata crostini. I don't know if you know what that is. Basically, it's bread with some mozzarella cheese and a tomato and a a drizzle of some oil on it. It's fantastic. And the waitresses and the owners all call her Molly Barada now. Wow. How often are you guys at this place? She's there pretty much every week. And so now when she shows up, an order of Barada Cristini is at the table. So she is Norm now. Okay. I really miss I really miss the days of being a regular in a lot of places. Yeah. You know, I'm sure having kids, I'm sure that slows down a lot. It does. And for Don't me do it. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, even just um you know you might get triplets. Even even just being in a relationship it's different mm-hmm. and you get older and you need to be a little more careful with your money. But yeah. man, there was a point where I was a regular at the Lindale Tap every Wednesday after work, and they would have my beer waiting for me. Yep. I was a regular at Champs Richfield. I'd have my beer waiting for me and my, my nachos waiting for me. Yep. I was a regular, you know, I've had brunch regular places with my parents every Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It's the best feeling, yeah. you know? It's the best feeling. I, I had my... Uh... Don't date the servers, though. Ooh, I 
learned that too. Uh, at the rock. While you're out looking for your lady, that's at, your forever. Person. At the rock at Rock in Maplewood, back when they had that, I was a regular there. They always had my Yag bombs waiting for Ooh. me and my cousin oh and a couple my. buddies. Yeah. Okay. I miss it. Yeah, it's good times it's for good sure. Times. Anyway. All right, now we're going to get to football. Um, why don't we start with... Um, why don't we start with... Okay, let's let's start with the Big Money League, and we'll just do where the draft is at right now, because yeah, that's a little less interesting than some of the other things that we've got. No, not less interesting. We're trying to get people to keep listening. This is going to be super interesting. Soup's interesting. All right. Um, so I'm going to go... So as you recall, this is a 2018 league, two 14-team divisions. Yeah. So technically, I'm drafting in a 14-team league, but at the, by, at the end of the season, the winner will come from the game between the winner of each of these 14 teams. Conferences. Yes. Conferences. Two conferences. Yes. All right. So um, rounds one and two, I took Joe Burrow and the 1-1, one, one, which I intend to be Trevor Lawrence. Of course. Um, rounds three <laughs> and four, um, C.D. Lamb and the 1-4, which I intend to be Pitts, but I'm feeling more and more like it's going to have to be my backup plan, which oh, is right. fine. I've got a solid backup plan. I won't be torn up about it. I'll be a little torn up about it, yeah, but I'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, and I did inquire about trading up to the 1-2 because the guy acted like he was putting it on the block, and then he said he wants a mint for it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. I Like, I offered Irv Smith Jr. straight up for it. Which I feel like was not a bad offer, yeah. but that was not even sniffing it for him. All right, and then rounds five, six, I took Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa and Chase Young. That's right, you doubled up. Seven and eight, I doubled up on tight ends with Goddard and Irv Smith. Big Irv! Uh, nine and ten, I doubled up on linebackers, took Devin Bush and Isaiah Simmons. Round 11-12, I took my favorite DB, Marlon Humphrey and Odell Beckham Jr., who... I couldn't let go yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, he still has a chance to be a top guy. At round, let's see, at 13 and 14, I took the 2-1 and Sam Hubbard to finish up my defensive lineman. 15-16, I took Jonathan Abram and Denzel Mims. 17 and 18, I took O.J. Howard, figuring uh, it was worth the risk. And then McCole Harbin, we talked about the return yards yeah, last yeah, yeah. week. And how I couldn't believe he lasted when some nincompoop was talking about the return yards in the settings. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Uh, 1920, I took Chuck Clark and Max Crosby. Max Double X Crosby. 21-22, Kenny Moore and Micah Kaiser. I did not end up getting Troy Reader coming okay, back yeah, around. We talked about a few, that. few rounds later, yeah. he went. I waited too long. I He kept lasting, and I thought I could wait longer. I, but it happens. Uh, 23-24, I took Quintez Cephas, um, because you know how I feel about him. Yeah. Jeff Akuda said he was the fastest guy he ever tried to cover. I uh, thought it was the toughest guy to cover. It was same thing. It, no, it's not. There's, there's a difference. You know what? Toughest, Just fastest, prettiest. It was all of the above. There's a difference. Uh, and then Chase Winovich. Uh, 25-26, another defensive lineman, AJ Epinesa, and Malik Harrison. You know where he went to school. Uh, the Ohio State University. I know Manchester. you were going to make some silly guess. 27-28, uh, I went with two third-round picks um, for the rookies. So I took, uh, I believe it was three, oh, 311 and 312. 311, great band. Um, you know, it's IDP. There will be some guys that will fall. 29 and 30, I took Zach Bond of the uh, Saints. And then DJ Dallas in round 30 was my first running back. Oh, sure. 
And I felt good about that. He's a guy where, you know, injury to Chris Carson, all of a sudden he gets another chance because he looked good when he got a chance last night. And we all know Chris Carson is most likely going to get injured again. Yeah, he died. He's made of glass. Yes, he is. He should be called Glass Glass Carson. Yeah, that doesn't really roll off the tongue. Right now he's got the alliteration going, Chris Carson, you know. He could be Glass Chris. like Kind of like Claire's name. She's got the alliteration. And then sure. when she becomes a Seabird, it's just... Yeah. It doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. All right. 31 and 32. I took Donovan Peoples-Jones, that dirty Wolverine. That dirty Wolverine. And Nick Quietkoski. Oh, sure. Uh, 33-34. I took Darrington Evans and Josh Kelly. A couple of guys from last year's rookie draft that had a lot of uh, excitement and... and uh, there was talk right after that that I sniped somebody. Oh. Because he had somebody eyeing Darrington Evans, and yeah. I got him. In your face. In your face, Milwaukee. Uh, round 35 and 36, I doubled up on defensive backs. I took Jalen Mills, newly to the Patriots, uh-huh. and James Bradbury. 37 38, I took Jalen Hurd and J.J. Taylor. Oh, yeah. So. You know, Hurd's been injured, but you know Hurd is 6'4". Did you know that? I had no idea. He's a lanky mobile. He is a lanky um, And then J.J. Taylor, I'm hoping he gets a chance to be the catch, uh, pass catching back if um, James White ever moves on. Uh, doubled up tight ends, rounds 39 and 40. I took Josh Oliver, uh, who went to the Ravens, and then Kehale Waring, who I'm still holding out hope for, <laughs> that he might someday get a chance to exhibit that athleticism oh, he had coming man. out. man. How many leagues do you think you have Kehale Warning in? Or Warring? You know, I have to check. I, I actually, I'm a Dynasty Nerds, the the general manager thing mm-hmm. that they have, where you have all your leagues in there, and it shows you your yeah, most somebody owned. somebody showed me that. I yeah. It was Tadog. It shows your most owned players. It'll show you, like, in a league where you rank in terms yeah. of, like, sh- are you competing? Are you rebuilding? Like, I don't really use it, but I don't mind giving them my money because it's my favorite site and yeah, my favorite you love podcast. Um, so I've kind of looked it over. I don't use it a lot, but uh, definitely he'd be at the top of my ownership, I'm sure. Definitely. Uh, let's see. 41 and 42. Samson Obukam. It's easy for you to say. Uh, that's the guy from the Rams who is. now is going over to the 49ers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Greedy Williams. Uh, for the Browns, hoping sure. he comes back healthy. Earlier, I really wanted to get um, uh, uh, Grant Delpit, but he did not last. Uh, he, he went much earlier than I thought he would. That makes sense. And finally, the most recent rounds, I took Juan Thornhill for the Chiefs. Yeah. And Josh Uche okay. for the Patriots, sure. linebacker. <coughs> right Figuring on. He's 22-year-old. You know, he could come into his own a little bit. You never know. And uh, Belichick has a defensive mind. He so sure why is. Not? So I'm feeling I'm feeling very good about this. I you know, I'm trying to kind of stay balanced a little bit. The one thing I'm not a fan of, like, you know, the quarterbacks, I'm gonna end up with Burrow and Lawrence, and that's pretty fine. I I wish I had more tight ends. I don't like in a tight end premium being so short on them to just have Goddard and Smith and and uh, OJ Howard yeah. and those really deep guys. Um, other than that, I'm really liking the formation of the team, though. I've got a solid starting group and, and a lot of youth. I'm a very, very young team. Basically, if I can beat this year, it's a bonus. And when I, if I don't, I won't be surprised. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, nice I appreciate fun. it. Yeah, I appreciate it. So that's you. where we're at. Yeah, word. The top available player right how now many, is... How many rounds left do you have? Um, 
Gotta be getting four down. more rounds. Yeah, We're going down. to round forty-eight. Getting on down to the nitty-gritty. Yep. So Anthony Hitchens just went, and so uh, I've got a while to wait. It's funny; it's been really flying now because we've got a couple of guys. What I was just going to say was Edelman, top available players, Duke Drew Johnson, Brees and uh, Julian Edelman, Duke Johnson, AP. But, um, you know, none of these Cobb. guys excite me too. McCoy. Hey, McCoy's got two Super Bowl rings. <laughs> he, yeah, in a row. In a row. And he had to do nothing for it. Uh, yeah, so I've got, you know, I've got some defensive guys kind of lined up that I'm, I've got my, my Q's got 12 guys in it, so I should be yeah, fine, but be we'll okay. see. We'll see. Anyway, so that's where we're at with that. It's just exciting to be drafting. And are you checking out the other teams to see who your biggest competition is? Have um, you done that yet? Do you do not, that? I, during the draft, not really. You know, I always, I just am so particular about which players I like. Yeah. Like, I just have such a niche for which guys I want and which guys I don't want mm. that I always love my team. I'm looking at my team thinking, yeah, my team's great, sure. you know. I, it's not like I'm thinking this team will compete yeah. now, but I do like it generally, you know, moving forward, future, whatever. Yeah. And then... I always think, oh, there's somebody who's going to be stacked, you know, somebody who's going to have a little... And then I always look at the other teams, and I'm like, okay, well, this team's got a major weakness at this mm. spot. This team, okay, they've got all the great running backs, but oh my god, who are they starting yeah. at quarterback? You know, like, they always have weaknesses somewhere. Yeah. And I feel like the thing about experience doing this as much as we have is that I feel like I know where to have my weaknesses so that I can live with it, mm-hmm. so that I can have a chance to compete year one. Yeah. Like, this team has a chance to compete if a couple of those running backs actually are alive. Sure. But more likely, more likely I'm bad year one, get a couple of good draft picks, and then compete year two, mm-hmm. year three, because mm-hmm. I'm so young. So, like, I know where I want to focus my weaknesses. Yeah. And then I look at some of these teams. I mean, Kurt and I talk about this all the time. We're going... What was this person thinking yeah. roster construction wise? You know, like it doesn't make any sense. Like, like you trade. Like there was a moment earlier in the draft. I can't remember if I mentioned it last week where somebody running backs were going. This guy was like three picks away from his pick. He trades up to take Antonio Gibson, who most likely would have fallen. Yeah. And, you know, in doing that, you've now cut these three rounds where you're not going to get to pick anybody. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling super great about your team that has six players on it. But now you're going to have, you know, you're going to have, uh, you know, 42 picks before you get to pick again. And it's a very strange strategy, you know, like you like your team now, but how are you going to like yeah. it once once things really start flowing, it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it, it's always interesting to see, you know, which guys are built to win now, which guys are built to, you know, win in the future. And then there's the guys who just they'll take old quarterbacks, they'll take right. young running backs, they'll take old wide receivers, they'll skimp on tight ends, and that's just all over the place and there's no direction. They just it's like they're picking the names they know and that they're comfortable with. They're not they're not either win now or win in the future. They're just gonna be probably in the middle the whole time. Yeah, and I feel like there are mired in mediocrity is what they'll do. Yeah. Be. I mean you you wanna pick a direction for your team and and I will you know, I will say, like in a startup, your goal is to 
basically take the value as much as you can mm-hmm. you know like best player available you're not you know i mean you hear it all the time you're not worrying about your starting lineup when you're doing your startup because you can always work that out later yeah but i think there are people where oh my gosh i haven't taken a running back yet now i have to take a running back mm-hmm. oh my gosh i haven't taken a well, you know, you're going to be weak, especially in a 14-team league. You're going to be weak somewhere, so you better decide where yeah. it's going to be. Because if you're average everywhere, I would much rather be really strong in three spots, weak in two, than average everywhere. Right. You know? Um, and, you know, the more you do this, you realize. Like I was explaining, I mean, I'll talk about my, uh, you know, worst trader ever. He and I kind of rebonded today, and he one of the things he said was he's excited to see what I do with my picks, and he wanted to know what what my plan was for all my picks. And I said, "Come on, I can't, I can't let you know that." No. And one of the things he said was, "Well, I'm assuming you're gonna get Lawrence and then hit running back really hard with the rest of your first. And I said, "Okay, well, I will share that with you. I am not ready to take running backs yet. <laughs> and I went through the whole thing, and I can share with later. I can share with what I said, but like." His mind was blown because yeah. I think if you're if you're either new to this or you just kind of buy into the running back obsession that so many people yeah. have, you're you're scared to let that position go. And there are a lot of people who always go running back heavy. It's like it's ingrained in them because I know a lot of people who have started in redraft. Redraft is always going to be running back heavy. You get them for one year, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, that you start with dynasty and then maybe just start one quarterback dynasty. You don't go super flex. You know, you don't do all the crazy stuff like, you know, tight end premium, tiered PPR. So these If you're people, not doing any PPR, right. now all of a sudden running backs, right. you know, without PPR, running backs are, you know. Yeah, that so important. these people just stick with what they know instead of, you know, thinking outside the box a little bit and think, well, maybe that's not going to work. I'm not doing too well in these leagues. And they keep repeating the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again. And you know what I think, too, is I've seen it a million times. My whole thing with not taking running backs in a startup, not trading for them, you know, letting them grow out mm-hmm. organically and replacing them as necessary. My whole thing is that they get injured more often yep. and that they are, they lose their jobs more often, even for non-injury. So how many times have you seen a guy who goes <clears throat> super, super heavy on a running back, mm-hmm. you know, CMC round one, I don't know, depending on the year, you know, you mix in round two, you know, whoever you get. Yeah. And you've got this superstar, you know, yeah, superstar two starting running backs and, you know, two flexes that are both star running backs, and then you fill your other spots. And if those running backs stay healthy, yeah, you probably coast to the championship. Yeah. And you're and you look like you are a genius. But, but my whole point is they don't stay healthy, right. they don't keep their job. Right. And you know, look at David Johnson. You took David Johnson as the first overall pick that year, and you think you are gonna win everything, and then mm. look what happened. He gets hurt game one, quarter one. You don't have him for the rest of the year. Yeah. Your your chances are shot. And that's and a what waste, did I do? What did I do? Pick. What did I do that year in Roman before that year started? I don't remember what I had for breakfast. I yesterday. traded David Johnson before that year when he was the stud of all studs, straight up for Zach Ertz because my tight end position was weird. And what happened? Zach Ertz was healthy, caught everything that came his way the entire season, more reliable position, sure. harder position to fill. Yeah. And David Johnson got hurt right away, and he was nothing. 
and I won the championship, repeated the next year. So it's, you know, and I, and I was talked about like I was crazy. Whoa, straight up for a tight end? Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's how you win. Doing it. You're welcome. Mic drop. Do it. Well, not mic drop. I'm not actually holding the mic, and also I wouldn't drop it because my lady got it for me. Yeah. Just something you say. You don't want to drop. Drop your pen or something. Yeah. It's a mic. That's it. Mic drop. That was it. Yeah. All right. Powerful. For all they know is the mic. All right. Thank Powerful. you. Powerful. All right. I'm looking at what we have to talk about here. And here's what I think we should do. I think we should keep trade cut and then take a break. Sure. And then go to other stuff. Let's do it. How's that sound? Yeah. All right. You ready to play? Yeah. All right. I got three. I got three rounds to keep trade cut for you. Three scenarios. If you would rather make it marry F kill, we Uh, could adjust it. We'll do keep trade cut. I don't know if I don't think you feel strongly about any of these players in that way enough to marry him. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right, you ready for this? Or F them. All right, so. All right, first round, keep trade cut. So yeah. this is in a vacuum. You have to keep one. You have to trade one. You have to cut one. It's a Dyson. And we'll see how we'll see how it goes. All right, first one is running backs to new teams. Okay. So you are debating with yourself, James Connor, Kenyon Drake. And Mike Davis. Keep, trade, cut. Davis, by the way, to the uh, Falcons. I'm cutting Davis. I don't know why you're acting like that's such an obvious choice. They don't draft anybody. He could be a monster. Yeah. I mean, Gurley died. Just going to cut Davis. Okay. Because Gurley's still there. Okay. Smith is still there. Who? Ito. Oh, yeah. He's he's a Okay. And they got some other guy. I forgot his name. Divine Zigbo. Nope, not Divine Zigbo. Allison. Yes. So it's a Quadre four- Allison. Quadre Allison. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. four-headed monster. Oh, and Brian Hill's still there. Brian, uh, yeah, that's the name I was thinking of. So five-headed monster. Yeah, I'm cutting Davis. Yeah, they're all equally good it's too. Crowded. <laughs> um, I am going to. Oh man. You know, I would probably. Trade Connor because I feel like, and I I'll keep Drake. I'm gonna trade Connor. My reasoning is this: Connor's got more upside. If Ed, uh, Edwards gets hurt or Edmondson gets hurt, Edmonds. Jesus Christ! You okay? Chase Edmonds. Do you have a stroke just now? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna trade Connor. Uh, I think he's got more upside than Drake. I mean, I am H-O in my humble opinion. And I'll keep Drake um, because I think they're going to want to rest Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer, Schmidt. (laughs) (laughs) And I just wanted to say Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer, Schmidt. Yeah. Trade Connor, keep Drake, cut uh, the other guy, Mike Davis. Uh, That's exactly what I would have done. Yep. Yeah. Because I think Drake, uh, if Drake has that third down role and it's actually utilized, mm-hmm. that could actually be a big role. Mm-hmm. I heard Jacobs being compared to some very mediocre running backs. I the shine on him, I tell you, trading him away again, yeah. trading away big name running backs. Because remember, he, when he was the hotness, he was going first round in startups. He was, he was gross. All right, or as the kids say, grody. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. 
Next, we have wide receivers on new teams Ooh. of various. Well, you'll see. Uh, we have Curtis Samuel. Okay. You know where he went to school, right? Uh, Drake. <laughs> no. Hofstra. The Ohio State University. Oh. Uh, we have Will Fuller. Okay. The fifth in Miami. And we have AJ Green in the uh, in the aforementioned Cardinals. Yeah. All right. For the aforementioned Cardinals. Sure. In the sure, aforementioned sure, sure, Arizona. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to keep Samuel because um, he will have a, a number two role uh, behind Scary Terry, Terry McScorn. Okay. Okay. You with me so far? Yeah, I'm. I'm hearing you. I'm trading Fuller. I'm very focused on what you're saying tonight. I yeah. don't know if you notice. I think you're, credit you're, where credits due. You're locked in. I should get like a trophy or like at least yeah. a little medal, maybe a certificate. Uh, I'm gonna trade Fuller. He's gonna be the one A, one B for Tua. So I think I can get the most for Fuller. Okay. And I'm gonna cut AJ Green. Uh, as much as I love AJ Green. Um, I just don't see how he's going to produce down there in Arizona. Okay. With all the the weapons they've got going on. It's just going to be weird seeing him and and Fitzgerald together. Yeah. I just and is he healthy? I mean, he's he's going to get hurt again. Fuller's probably going to get suspended again. Samuel's the most healthy one of them and I'm that's why I'm going to keep him too. Okay. And I think the Redskins are going to be playing from behind quite a bit. I'm sorry, the what? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. What a horrible monster. The We would like to sincerely apologize, apologize? Sincerely apologize yeah. to all of our listeners, especially Barry Crimson, who has already come to grips with the fact that his team has no name right now. I think they should be the Sentinels. It's a pretty good name. Washington Sentinels. No, I feel like the what was the it was the war the, war pigs the whiz bangs. What? I don't just make it up. No, the war it was the pigs the war pigs or the war hogs or whatever. Remember, it was the offensive the, line from the some, some hogs. Yeah, yeah. Red awesome. the red hogs. Red was hogs. it red hogs? I liked that one. It should have hogs yeah, in there. That's what I so like. yeah, keep Samuel, trade Fuller, cut AJ Green. Okay, I completely disagree with your no, list. That's um, fine. You can. I I would trade away Samuel because he's the one with the massive value of those guys right now that you, people want you think him. So? Okay. Yeah, people want him, and I don't think he's going to do what people are acting like he's going to oh. do. I would keep AJ Green on the hopes that he has a resurgence mm, and is young sure. and excited to be with sure, a sure, good sure, team sure, and sure. across from DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he's going to probably be single covered like a lot, and maybe he can do something. I don't know. Mm. And Will Fuller, I mean, he's just a big pile of hot garbage. Um, can't stay healthy. He's a druggie, so he's going to be suspended. Um, Tua has a noodle arm. So basically, I, Will Fuller, I just want nothing to do with. Fine. We can disagree. So in case you wanted my opinion. We can agree to disagree. It's your list. You can chime in whenever you want. All right, I got one more for you. Yeah. Okay, IDP alert. I have three IDP linebackers for you. I like linebackers. I know. And I thought, you know, you can't play this game with everybody because not everybody's IDP experience. They get me, me lots of points. But I think I think you'll get this. All right, so here we go. We got three IDP linebackers. We have Tremaine Edmonds mm, yes. for the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Uh, he is 23, just as a reference. He's I didn't. 
I know, and I didn't know if you know the ages, so I'm just gonna throw them in there. So I mean, Edmonds is 23. Guessed. Yeah. Uh, we have Patrick Queen for the Baltimore Ravens. Oh he's God. 21. I he is a baby. He's just a baby. He's just a baby. You can't keep both of them. That's not the game. I want to. And then we have that dirty Wolverine, Devin Bush. You son of a for the Pittsburgh Steelers, he is 22 <sighs> years old. I mean, honestly, with these three. Can you imagine if this was your three starting linebackers in, like, Westeros? Gosh. I mean, that'd be epic. That'd be great. I mean, this... I, I love all three of them. I know. Equally. There's no wrong answer here. I mean, there's a wrong answer. <laughs> there's, there's not. I'm just kidding. What do you think? Um, man... I am going to keep Bush. He's a, a tackling machine. Yep. I'm going to keep Bush. Wow. Okay. I'm going to trade Edmonds. And what? I'm, and I'm cutting Queen. What? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. That's Do I what need I'm to doing. feel your little forehead? Make no. sure that you don't have a fever? This is far from a little forehead. I, yeah, that's a, that's a big check forehead <laughs> right there. Um, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Again, we are not on the same page. I would cut Bush because he's coming off the injury. Mm. And you just never know how you might, he might react. Plus his hair, plus his hair looks like a turd. I could give two (laughs) about his hair. Um, I would trade Queen because he's 21 and has that, that, there's that enthusiasm about him. Mm -hmm. He's on a great defense. Brand so new to the league. Right. I want Edmonds as the rock on my mm. defense to keep him. Bush will be my rock. Okay. I'll get a haul for Edmonds and Queen. Yeah, out of the three, I would part with him. You heard it here first. Dave loves Bush. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break and we're going to be back with some more fun stuff. With that on my brain. Oh, ish. They use ish. This was the music video on the motorcycles, right? Am I remembering that right? It was like in a junkyard and motorcycles and dogs and stuff. They were on motorcycles. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because the opening So good. Or it's so good, dude. Oh, it's man. So good. I am really going to miss him. 
there's a so there's good. a video that I saw. There's this bar. I don't remember what they were celebrating, but they were watching some sports game, and the game ended on like a buzzer beater, and the whole bar just went ape. Like people throwing beer all over the place and all this stuff. But they redid it to where everybody was in heaven, and there was doing a countdown to see who was coming to heaven next. And it was announced that it was DMX, and everybody was going ape, and they started playing. Oh, it was great. I, man, as much as I hated it at first, TikTok is uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, you're on TikTok? There's some funny stuff on Gross. TikTok. All right. So, um, worst oh, fantasy no, football league in the world. Up. This was one where... Oh, where do I begin? This was the one where Kurt. Oh, can I also say? Yes, you that can say whatever you want, buddy. DMX. This is a democracy. DMX was such a better actor than Ja Rule ever could be. I just want to point that out. Ja Rule, baby! Murder <laughs> My girl Shante! Ja Rule, murder! <laughs> the movies that Ja Rule was in pale in comparison. Steven Seagal was better for having worked with DMX than Ja Rule. I just okay, want to say I am going to say, though, Ja Rule was in the original Fast and the Furious. For a second. It was a hot second. He sucked in that, too. You watch your dirty first mouth. Okay. Ludacris, by far, a oh, way better actor. Well, sure, of course he is. That's not a debate if Ludacris is a better actor than either Luda. of these guys. Luda. Um, anyway. Ja Rule, Murdick, my girl Shante. That's all he does with songs. All right. Oh, jeez. R.I.P. DMX. Oh, that's another good one. <laughs> Should we just play it in the background? I like we go? it. All right, like we'll, just, we'll just leave it. Where my dog's at? Okay. All right, so worst fantasy football league in the world. So last year, or... It was actually mid-season last year because I needed to maintain the losing. But there was a team that was on the way to get the 1-1 and Kurt asked me to come in. It's a 10-team league. Come in and take over this team. And I had no luck trading. The worst trader in the world was in there. Yeah. Um, and it was just frustrating. We've talked about it a million times. And this was the one where it was Dobbins for Patrick and just some horrible trades. This is the one where Kurt and I made a trade where I traded... Where I traded... Um, where I traded players that were functioning now for mm. young players and injured players. Oh, this was the I whole was collusion thing. This was the collusion yeah, thing, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. get accused of collusion very often, so there was that. Anyway, Only so, in the worst league ever do you get accused of collusion. Gosh, unbelievable. Like, you know, they have no reason to know, but, like, Kurt and I are the last people to worry about collusion. Yeah, you know? that's great. So we have a new owner swoop in, and he comes in, and he's posting, and he's ready to trade, and he's got the one three and the two three. So, you know, that's appealing, obviously. Yeah. And so I make clear that I'm ready, you know, that I want to trade. He says, hey, you looking to move Beckham or Landry? Well, yeah, of course I am. Yeah. I only have Beckham because he was an older guy that I got from, he was injured and I got him from Kurt, I think, if I remember correctly. I said, I move either for the right price. I'm not obviously not competing this year. I see you need a quarterback. Interested in Cam or Jimmy G? No, I'm not interested in Cam or Jimmy G. No, I don't. Of course not. Do you want Cam or Jimmy G? You're clearly trying to get rid of him. I said, not at all. I'll be getting Lawrence, so he and Allen are a fine combo unless you want to pay up for Allen. And actually, now that I think about it, I don't think I actually have Allen. I think I was just imagining that. 
I had Stafford. Didn't, so it was different. Oh, no. This is... Sorry. Oh, man. You're in so many leagues, you can't Too many leagues. Straight. I do have Allen. Okay. okay. So, so yeah. I was like, unless you want to pay up for Allen. There should be a fantasy football league where the requirement is you have to be in over 25 leagues. Ooh, that would be league. something. Yeah. I like that. So you forget about the players you have? <laughs> yeah, something like that. So he says, no, I don't need a quarterback. I didn't realize you had an early draft pick. I said, what are you thinking for the Browns guys? Uh, I'm not sure you want to send me. I'm not sure want to send me an offer for what you want for o- Odell. So we start talking, and I said, "Is one three available?" And he says, um, "I'm not opposed to trading it, but I'm going to need more than Odell for it." I said, "I'll give you ODB, Landry, and Peoples Jones. Lock down those Browns." LOL. You know, there was some laughing, whatever. Good natured ribbing, whatever. I said, "You like Judy?" Yeah, I already have a few shares of him. I said, "Is he worth the one three? He said, "Yeah, probably not." I said, "Okay." I said, how about ODB and Judy for 1-3 and 2-3? Which I didn't think was horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Send me something I'll look at it. So he just wanted me to send him an offer. He didn't want to think about it anymore. Um, so this, oh, this, I forgot about this. He says, do you use trade calculators? And I'm thinking, oh, great. Yeah. Because you know what According that means. According to my trade calculator. You know what that means. That means he's a, he's a slave to the trade calculator. Yeah. That's what that means. I said, I don't know. I know my values. Sometimes the calculator agrees with me and sometimes it doesn't. But And then he threw in, he wanted Komet thrown in to the offer. Um, and this is a start two tight end, tight end premium. Oh, sure. So like, you know, losing Komet would be tough. Yeah. I said, I like my two tight end spots are young and promising. Smart to ask for him though. And he says, I love Komet. I run anything. But then he says, I run everything through a calculator and that's the best I could get for this pick. Counter if you don't like it. Ugh. So I countered and tried to work something else in there. And I just said, don't be a slave to the trade calculator, my man. And he said, it's never let me down. So we ended up making a deal, and this was... Well, it's never let him down because he never goes off of anything that doesn't work to his advantage. So this was the final deal. Punk. Sorry, blew up. The final deal was I get 1-3 and 2-3. Okay. So keep in mind, I now have 1-1 and Mm 1-3. And I'm I'm thinking with the 1-3, I'm probably going to get pits. I mean, it's a 10-team league, and it's start two tight end, and it's tight end premium. There's really no reason not to take pits there. Unless he goes 1-2. Or unless I go quarterback. But remember, I'm going to have Allen and Lawrence. Oh, yeah. And so I kind of feel like tight end makes more sense. If he goes 1-2, I'll pivot to a quarterback. I don't care. But, you know, here's what I gave up. And Kurt is disgusted, by the way. Because he said, like, this is why you don't use trade calculators. Because this particular trade calculator, he, fa- favor. he found the one that this guy used. Because he put it in to yeah. check. Because, you know, Kurt likes to do those kind of things. And he's like, yeah, this calculator t- completely undervalues draft picks. Like, mm-hmm. di- like, criminally so. So here's what I gave up for 1-3 and 2-3. Marvin Jones. Jarvis, who he insisted was added in. Because the trade cal- that boosted well, the trade course. calculator. Yeah. Marvin Jones, Jarvis Landry, ODB, Komet, and 3-1. Holy hell. For 1-3 and 2-3. Yeah, you win that one. I won that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, because I wanted to get out from Beckham. I wanted to get out from Landry. Jones is nothing to me. Komet was the only piece I had a hard time losing. Yeah. But I'm acquiring the pick that can be Pitts. Mm-hmm. And Komet hasn't actually shown it. We're no. just all thinking he'll yeah, take that we're, next we're step. We're hopeful. Was there any static in the league? People disagreeing with it? Because um, I've got my trade calculator. Was there? Hold on a second. We're going to see. Oh, there were some more picks since then. 
This guy's been busy. Where was ours? <clears throat> Good trade, fellas. And that was literally it. That was, that was it, the huh? only comment. Okay. Since then, we've had Ayuk, Newton, and 3-1. For Roethlisberger, Hunt, and 2-5. Huh. We've had... We've had Shark for Lockett and 4-5. We've had Benny Snell for 4-3. <laughs> sure, dart throw, why not? And then we've had Coleman, Henry, Fitzpatrick, and Connor for Mostert, Godwin, Eckler, Wilson, and 2-7. Huh. So that's basically, in my opinion, cashing in for Henry in not a horrible way. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. That uh, And then remember, worst trader ever always yeah. does this little guy, you know? The uh, the Chark for Lockett in the fourth round pick, that's a difference between Lockett and Chark is just a fourth? It's that close? Well, and, and I understand Lockett is technically more valuable, but in a vacuum I'd rather have Chark. Cause I would I just, too, but... But, but, you, but you should... I mean... If you're the if you're the locket owner and you want to get Chark, you should be getting something added to Chark for Locket, even if it's a fourth. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be adding well, I guess get your guy though. I mean, so ultimately that you know that's fine. And a lot of people hate those late round picks anyway, so they just trade them away. Uh, that is true. So then worst trader in the world. Um we buried the hatchet. Here's what happened. Are you going to keep calling him worst trader in the world since you buried the hatchet? Yeah, but I've talked a lot of smack on him, so I feel like saying okay. his name is kind of mean. If he wants to reach out and say, oh, you can talk about it, it's fine. Um, he comes to me today, eight hours ago, out of nowhere, and he says, Dude, I'm excited to see what you do with your picks, not going to lie. I thought you was crazy trading some of the guys you did, but definitely interested to see how all this works out nice. for you. I said, I'm excited to make the picks. It's definitely the long game. Gotta be okay losing for a couple years. It's not my first orphan. He says, well, you definitely have me intrigued. Hopefully it works out the way you want and good luck. And I said, I appreciate that. Yeah. So far, so good, right? So far, so good. Yeah. So then he says, what's your cost on Judy? Just curious. For the record, fully willing to sell Jerry Judy. Yes, as am I. I'm not, a, and I said I'm not a huge, huge fan of him. I know his value, so I, but I know his value, so I won't sell low. He's 21, great draft pedigree. I blame his year one on Drew Locke. He yeah. is available though, and he says I have a second, which is two seven. Mm. Uh, it's probably not enough, but it's available if you change your mind. Also, I know we don't agree on values much or ever. LOL. But I do respect you as a fantasy player, and honestly, do wish that you were the best with your team. Wow. And this is because he said anybody want to trade in the chat, and I said. I want to trade, but our values just don't line up. Yeah. And so he said, like, I know we don't line up, but I do respect you as an owner. I'm like, oh. And I said, thanks, man. Sorry I'm kind of harsh sometimes. You grind my gears, but it's nothing personal. And he said, the feeling's definitely mutual. You LOL. really chap my hide. <laughs> and so I said, 2-7 isn't enough for Judy. I'm trying to see if there's a player to go with 2-7 for him, but I don't see a good match. He doesn't really have anybody in that good uh-huh. range, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, not sure. So then that was when I, okay. So then I, you know, he has Herbert and I said, okay, I've got something crazy. Allen versus Herbert. What are your thoughts? That's when I checked Josh Allen's 23 and Mm -hmm. Herbert's 22. They're like the same age. 
So you're not getting younger going from her from Allen to Herbert. So forget about that. Forget about it. So we talked about that a little bit, and then he we were talking about strategy, and that's when he asked what I was gonna do, and I said. So he says, what's the plan for your draft? T-Law, obviously, then you go and running back heavy in the first, wide receiver in the second, or still no clue. I said, oh, I know exactly who I plan to take at every pick, but I can't give away my secrets. Of course not. Winky face. Um, as much as I'd like to, he says, I gotcha. I said, I, and then I threw him a bone. I said, I will say, though, it's not the time to go running backs yet. That is the last step of a rebuild. And he said, really? Snap, all right. I figured that would be the top of the list. Shows what I know. So then I decided to put on a little clinic for him, and I explained my thought process. I trade off older or high-performing assets for picks and youth at the most reliable and long-term positions, anything but running back. You'd still be bad if your running backs are turds, so your draft picks stay high. When the roster gels at quarterback, wide receiver, and tight end, then you hit the top rookie running backs because that's also the position that performs best as rookies mm -hmm. and he did this emoji <laughs> the thinking one <laughs> without a beard though so then i told him i just took over an orphan in the last three days i've traded away henry zeke robinson eckler stafford lockett and debo yep i said i gutted it and now i'm looking like all right let's roll and he says you're crazy but if that works let me know i mean it makes sense what you're saying i you're, said thank you you're crazy man you're crazy you're man crazy. You got dirt in your neck. You got dirt in your neck. Um, I said, crazy like a fox. It works, man. Uh, you build, And then, so then, this was kind of my ending point. I said, you build up running back. When the rest of your team is weak, then they get hurt or lose their jobs, and you're back to square one. SOL. That's what happens yep. when you invest too highly in running back. Mm -hmm. So I think if I could teach anybody something about doing dynasty i think that's what i would try to and get it's through not them. if they get hurt it's when they it's get when hurt. they get hurt they, they will get, get hurt. hurt they will lose their job that's mm -hmm. just what happens look josh jacobs is an absolute perfect example no injury just what happened he yeah. is no longer the guy they butchered their offensive line they bring in Kenyon drake who's not a nobody no and all of a sudden he's you know yeah. a fourth round startup pick it's bizarre how bizarre how bizarre, how bizarre, how bizarre. Okay. Um, you want to hear about my new orphan? Yeah. Okay. Is this the one with all the trades? Yes. You have it sure is. Attention. Good. Is DMX too distracting? I think it's great he's in the background. <clears throat> all right. So I started right off the bat sending offers. I'm not going to go through all the chat, but basically it was constantly... At so-and-so, offer up. At so-and-so, yeah. direct message. At so-and-so, offer up. At so-and-so, offer up. And I wasn't getting a lot back, and I was frustrated for a little bit. And then I started to roll a little bit. So, like I mentioned, the team had Stafford, Henry, Zeke, okay. Eckler, James Robinson. It had, uh, at, at wide receiver, it had Locko, Lockett, Debo, and Lamb. Okay. Waller at tight end. Okay. And then the other, the super flex was Bridgewater from Stafford. So the, it was really okay. weak at quarterback, yeah. super strong at running back. But when I looked at this team and I took it over from Kurt, I said, I, I, I posted, oh, and it didn't have its first either, by the way. Ooh, okay. I took it over from Kurt and I said, and I posted right away, all right, every single player is on the block. 
except CD for CD Lamb. Yes. Literally every other player is on the block. And I started to go to work. So did that get people rushing in giving you offers for your players, or did you have to initiate? So I had people so I had people giving some offers that were weak sauce, but it was more like I'm interested in so-and-so, what do you think? And I'm interested in so-and-so, what do you think? Oh, you're the new guy. They're going to get that. Right. So I had somebody interested in Zeke, so I sent some Zeke offers, didn't hear much back. Mm -hmm. I had somebody that was interested in Robinson, sent offers, didn't get much Mm -hmm. back. So I put in a lot of time trying, because I wanted to turn over basically all these guys. I wanted as many first and seconds in the next two years as I could get, and young players that I like. Mm -hmm. So... Um, let's see. I got to see where I get to my transactions. Sorry. Oh, found it there. Go to my team. Transactions. Okay. Wow, this is a lot of... This is a lot of deals that are... Oh, these are before me... Oh, this guy dropped Josh Oliver. What are you doing? Did you not know I was going to take over your team, you idiot? Idiot. Okay, here's the first deal. Okay, because I was going to say, if you were still looking, Thaddeus Moss found a new home. Yes, reunited with his college quarterback. Reunited, and and it it feels feels so good. good. He's going to the Bungles. It's going to be exciting. Is it? I don't know. Isn't he like 6'2"? He's 6'3". But you know who his dad is? He's Super got, Bowl homeboy. He's got that pedigree. All right. You ready for this? So first off... Straight cash, homie. The most active guy I had inquiring was the commissioner. And he was interested. I asked him to rank the running backs that I had in who he was interested in. Sure. He was most interested in Austin Eckler. Okay. You, Check, please. <laughs> yeah, you are going to miss him. He's So. Okay, who's worse? I think I know the answer. Eckler or Cousins? Oh, Cousins is worse than everyone. Okay. Yeah. Cousins over everyone. But here's the thing. I know Eckler has value. He does. I mean, he's and you know, this is full PPR. And so. especially to the right person, you could have a lot of value, too, because there's a lot of Eckler truthers out there. So here's what we ended up doing. You can let me know what you think of each of these trades. So this is the commission, and uh, we ended up making a real doozy later on, too. Yeah, you might want to write it down because it's going to be hard to keep track of. All right, so I sent Eckler and Chark. He got me to send Chark. Okay. Here's what I got back. 1-8. Okay. 2-2. Okay. 2-4. Okay. 3-2. Okay. And 2022 first. That's a haul for those two. Yeah? Good start, right? Because, I mean, Chark, at the worst, would be 2022 first and a 3-2. At the and worst. Eckler, 1-8-2-2-2-4. I mean, that would be my... Yeah, great job on that. And one. right off the bat, Kurt was pissed because he's because he has sold Eckler and he bailed on Eckler for the one eleven in a league because yeah. it's the kind of guy where if you don't have the right buyer, you can't sell him for anything. So that goes to Ralph. Thank you, thank you, buddy. All right, so that was the first deal. Okay. 
Um, and that was, let's see. So then, so what? Uh, I mean, look at look at all these deals. Yeah. I mean, it's just so you had no first to begin with. What other picks did you have? Do you remember? Um, okay, so this team was second place last year. Really? So I the one eleven was gone. It had already been traded. Okay. So I think I had two eleven, three eleven, four eleven, whatever. Okay. So no other picks. No. Okay. Nothing additional. So it wasn't active. Hence not being in the league anymore. Uh, right. So I so then I picked up on the waiver wire while I was waiting. I had some spots. So I picked up Travion Williams, Kahale Waring. I know you're shocked. And JJ Taylor. All right. Next deal that was completed. I was sick of waiting for the guy who was interested in Zeke. Mm-hmm. So I traded Zeke to Kurt. Okay. Um, and I, you know, probably could have gotten more for Zeke, but we'll see what you think. So I traded away Zeke and Pollard. I got back Dallas Goddard and 111. Okay. Is this a tight end premium? Yes. Okay. So that automatically bumps Goddard's value up. Yep. And... He's getting Zeke and Zeke's handcuff. And I and I volunteered to throw in Pollard because I like Kurt and he was you know, he doesn't trade for running backs usually, but with me he does because he knows I should be getting more for him than I do, so he throws me a reasonable offer. Yeah. And he also knows that I value Goddard more than pretty much anybody else yeah. right now. And that's a fair trade. I mean you see where Goddard is on the ADP on sleeper, he's way down there. So other people are not buying it. Yeah. So that one maybe is more even. I yeah. may have lost that one depending on who you talk to, but I'm very happy with but, it. But I mean, you got your guy and you got rid of Zeke. Yep. And you got you got your 111 back. Okay, you ready for this one? Yeah. All right, I trade away James Robinson. I get back 2022 first and a 2022 second. Wow. For James Robinson. And in my opinion, this guy's team has the potential to be really bad. He's really bad at quarterback, really bad at wide receiver. Like, he's got some running backs, but has the potential to be a high pick. I mean, I feel like that's a good return for Robinson. Yeah. And you don't know if the Jags are going to bring in a rookie. Well, right. Back. You that's no the idea. mystery. Yeah. He looked amazing. He did. But I'm I'm trying to cash out if I can. Is it sustainable? We don't know. I mean, if I could get somebody in Frozen to flip and buy him, I would trade him right now. But mm. so far, so not so good. Mm. All right. Now, the creme de la creme. The piece de resistance. Yeah, the piece de resistance. All right. Uh... Back to the commissioner. Oh, you're going back. He has no more picks to give you. I know. Okay. There's no picks involved in this trade. Ooh. This is all players. All right. I acquired... Oh, tell me who you traded. Well, I was just going to say I acquired one player in this deal. Really? And here's who I gave up. Stafford. Coming to guess the player. Okay. Oh, you'll guess the player. I gave up Stafford. Yeah. Henry, Lockett, Debo, and I got one player in return. It's a quarterback? Sure is. You got Mahomes. I sure you, did. Dirty dog. I sure did. He posts, hey, R3Dog21, do you have any interest in Mahomie? And I said, I'll direct message you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I'm not sure I want to 
I'm not sure. I, I mean, I don't want to trade any picks, so I'm not sure what we're thinking here. And he goes, well, I mean, every time I'm doing a rebuild, he's the first player I try to acquire. I said, all right, let me throw this out there. Because these guys, Stafford, Lockett, Henry, not with Debo. I threw Debo in as an extra because I really wanted Mahomes. Yeah. Stafford, Lockett, Henry, I had a deal with those three guys trying to get Herbert and 1-5. Okay. Which I think would have been a win for me. Yeah. But no no, no luck. So when this guy said Mahomes was available, I jumped on that. Sure. And I threw this out there and he goes, he goes, yeah, I think that'll work. I think that works for both of us. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so in those two trades with the commish, you gave up... <laughs> You gave up Eckler, Chark, Stafford, Henry, Lockett, Debo. You got back Mahomes, 1-8-2-2-2-4-3-2-2022 first. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. And, you know, on the surface, it, if you're a competing team giving away all that for Mahomes, that's dumb because giving away all that talent takes you out of the competing. Hmm. But I'm not competing. Right. Mahomes is going to be my quarterback for the next 10 years. Yes. And remember, I have the one one. Wait, no, I don't have the one one. I don't have the one one. Forget about that. So I don't have Lawrence. But it is what it is. So right now, my team looks pretty horrible until I get my picks. So I've got Mahomes, JJ Taylor, Justin Jackson, Paris Campbell, Sterling Shepard, CeeDee Lamb, Darren Waller, Johnu Smith, Dallas Goddard, and Bridgewater. And my bench really has nobody really to write home about. I've yeah. got Taysom Hill, I guess. I keep trying to get the Taylor. I t- keep trying to get Tyrod Taylor sent off to the Watson owner as an insurance policy. He doesn't seem it. to think that's important. Um, but when you look at my picks this year, I'm sitting at one eight one eleven, two 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 four two eleven three two five eleven six eleven. For some reason, this rookie draft goes to six rounds. And then in twenty twenty two. I've got three firsts with all with potential to be high and then two seconds and then all my other picks. Yeah. Now you can probably guess who I would still like to move. My tight end. I forgot who Waller. Oh yeah, you I could... keep trying to move Waller. Nobody'll get I'm trying to move Waller for like a single first and nobody'll do it. Hmm. But like I know Waller is valuable. Yeah. But I just don't like him. Somebody pay up for Waller. Yeah, you just gotta catch the right person at the I right time. I know. I know. So anyway, that's uh that's where I'm at and it's I mean, you, it's been very fun. You could word it in the chat saying, Guys, I've done all these deals. I'm wheeling and dealing. Look at me go. I'm I'm looking at getting rid of Waller. How about this? An owner left. He already had his replacement picked. This guy comes in. Guess who it is? It's the guy who is the commish of the 384-team league. Really? That's the Scott Fishbowl one. Interesting. Once he comes in, I post, Darren Waller's still available at all. Really trying to trade him. Like, somebody's mm-hmm. going to get their stud tight end, whatever. His response is a Larry David saying the F word, something something really offensive, and like, ugh, not at that price, just totally pissing all over my, like, I'm yeah. trying to trade Darren Waller. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Oh, you look like a guy who's not going to get a $100 entry fee from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably still will. That's funny. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Be careful. Ugh, close one. Um, anyway, so that's so that's the new league. That was that was some doozies, huh? God, it's know, fun making trades like that. This makes me want to take over an orphan now. Okay, you know what? I mean, when you're looking at an orphan and deciding which orphans to take, yeah. the 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 recipe is simple. You want an orphan with as many stud running backs as you can possibly get. Mm-hmm. The problem is most people love having stud running backs, so they don't leave a team that has stud That's running true. backs. But if you can take over a team that has CMC, for example, oh yeah, let's go, let's go. I mean, that's right there. That's the fun. If that team has CMC, Justin Jefferson, and Irv Smith, I'm all over it. Wow. Um, and I did name this team once I took it over. I named it CD and others. Sure. And I've got a little CD as the as the logo there. I like it. But now I have Mahomes. What do I do? Because a Mahomes is more than just another. Yeah. So I'm a little torn. I'm a little torn by that. You can figure something out. Um, what else do we have here, my friend? I mean, I I had some trade offers and yeah. My, let's, oh, that's right. I had my, one more trade offer. A couple of my MFL leagues, but they pale in comparison to. What you've been going for. Well, let me give you this trade offer I just got, and then I would love to hear yours. These are one QB leagues as well. Yes. Turn this up while I look for the trade offer here. Hold on. Oh, okay. All right, so this guy... Wait, which guy was this? This was the guy that I made the deal. Y'all gonna make me lose my cool. What was the third deal that I made? Oh, Robinson. This is the guy that I traded Robinson for the two. Oh, <laughs> you were double checking. Um, so this is the guy that I gave Robinson for the first and second next year. Yeah. Um, so this is the offer I just got tonight where I said, oh my gosh, I have to share this with Dave. You ready for this? Uh-huh. He wants... Mahomes and one eight. Ooh, that's a tall order. What he's offering is <laughs> is Derek Carr and one three. Oh. What? <laughs> Five picks difference. And Carr is supposed to get you Mahomes? No. Come on, bro. No. No. Like this, are you even trying? Let me make sure I push the right button. Decline. Yeah, be careful with decline. that. Decline. I mean, that is an embarrassing offer. In fact, that might be one of the worst offers I've ever gotten. As Charles Barkley would say, that's just terrible. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, think about the worst offers you've ever gotten. That's got to be up there. Yeah. Right? I want to hear from our listeners. Hey, have we... So Zach and I, for uh, Dominate Day Today, we set up a Twitter finally. Did you? And you know who our first tweet was? Who? One of your bad. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> so uh, we should set up, we need to set up, I don't know if you're a Twitter guy. Are you a Twitter guy? I think I did set up on Twitter. You set us up on Twitter? And you just never check it? Okay, we should have a Trips Right Twitter. Twitter. I, we should I think, twi- I, twi- I, we think should, I did. Because we should have a way for all these, uh, you know, jack wagons to be able to contact us and, you know, talk smack on our podcast. 
Because if you set it up and we never gave the handle, that's pretty lame. <laughs> Why well, I had set it up thinking how cool it would be if we did it, and then I forgot that I set it up. Fair enough. Well, anyway, we should probably get that going because it is kind of fun to have people that listen to us that maybe we don't have direct contact with to be yeah. able to reach out and say something about it. So I already have an account login. We don't need to figure this out on the air. We can do it. We can do it later, but... Um, anything else, Dave, before we wrap it up for tonight? I think we're good. All right, everybody. So, boy, that's been a lot of DMX. Let's switch that up here. You know, there's never enough DMX. Um, apparently I didn't say the mystery phrase. What was it? No, the mystery phrase was you were going to get so excited about something you were going to cheers me. That was going to be it. Oh, that was, that was a good guess. Yeah, but it but didn't I, happen. But it didn't happen. No. Do you want yours right now? Oh, your drink's empty. And well, so is mine. Well, pound it out, buddy. Yeah. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope your ear holes are okay. Dave hopes your ear holes are okay. I'm indifferent. I, You know, I value everybody's ear holes. You do. I do. You're very sensitive. And us invading it, I just hope they're okay. Um, so, everybody, thank you for listening. This has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And I'm Dave. And uh, if you're a new listener, thank you so much. Reach out to us uh, and let us know, and we'll get a Twitter handle going soon. And um, where was it? Instagram, I set up. I don't. I don't know. Apparently, we're old. Um, also, poor little out for DMX, loss of a national treasure. Listen to some DMX in his honor this week. I always do. And as an added bonus, next week we'll try to do better. This we time. will try to do better. Yeah. We'll be in the garage next week. Garage yes, party we next will. week. Hoping to have Kurt with us to talk yes. about his campus to Canton. So there's a little teaser for you. I like it. Is he going to be visiting or calling in? Well, we're hoping he's visiting. We'll I see. I hope so. We don't have enough. We won't be able to have enough coverage in the garage to have a Zoom. So we'll we'll yeah. see how it goes. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. See ya. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Wouldn't want to be. He's just a guy. <laughs> Jag. <laughs> So, we are on Instagram.